This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Grow up in the shadow of Vietnam, the Cold War, and the war on drugs. The Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater has announced Andy Grammer will be coming on July 28th. The show will be part of the season ticket package for this year. Tickets go on sale at a later date to be announced. Check out devonamphitheater.com for future announcements. And for more stories, podcasts, and videos, check out our website. We're located at nowdecatur.com. COVID's not going away, but two emergency declarations will. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. By May 11th, when the Biden administration will change COVID policy, Fox's Jill Nato has details. That means health agencies would treat the disease as endemic, meaning regularly occurring rather than pandemic. But the director general of the World Health Organization, Tedros Ghebreyesus, is warning cases worldwide have been rising. In the past eight weeks, more than 170,000 people have lost their lives to COVID-19. It's now up to 100 people dead in yesterday's suicide bombing at a mosque in Pakistan that was full of police. Two more Memphis officers relieved of their duties over the beating of Tyree Nichols that has five other ex-cops charged with murder. These other two are not charged so far. One isn't named. The other is Preston Hemphill. He was shown pulling Nichols out of his car and can be heard saying, I hope they stomp his expletive in that horrifying body cam footage. Nichols' family calling the news extremely disappointing, adding why is his identity and the role he played in Tyree's death just now coming to light. Certainly begs the question why the white officer involved in this brutal attack was shielded and protected from the public eye. Fox's Jackie Abanez. Three Memphis Fire Department EMTs have been fired for staying in the truck and not going to treat Nichols. The involuntary manslaughter charges already announced against Alec Baldwin will be filed today in New Mexico. The actor was holding a prop gun supposed to be loaded with blanks on the movie set Rust. It went off and killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Former President Trump is suing Bob Wood and his publisher for $50 million over the book Rage. The lawsuit claims then-President Trump agreed to be interviewed in late 2019 through August of 2020, but the copyright was violated when the full audio recordings were released in November of 2022. That's Fox's Ryan Schmelz. Woodward and the publisher say the former president did agree to be published. America's listening to Fox News. Inflation is nothing more than a legal form of theft. Because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and while you still can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898, and my friends from Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust, so text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit on gold IRAs right now. Another interest rate hike may be coming as the Federal Reserve starts a two-day meeting to assess the economy and expected to announce that hike tomorrow to keep lowering inflation. Ahead of that, on Wall Street, stock futures are now rising after being down earlier this morning. The roads are freezing over in parts of the south where ice warnings are in place in several states. FlightAware reports nearly a 1,000 flights are canceled, most of them to and from Dallas and Austin. Many spots in Texas could accumulate a quarter to a half an inch of ice. That is enough to put hundreds of pounds on power lines, which is why power outages are a large concern today. We are expecting all of this ice to build in throughout the day with freezing rain across Texas, Arkansas, and Tennessee as we get into tonight. Fox weather meteorologist Britta Merwin, a cell phone alert about frigid weather in another state likely saved a baby's life. Early Monday morning, a cell phone alert startled Chuck Sorahan in rural Alden, Nebraska. It asked everyone to check their property for a seven-month-old boy in a car seat. Sorahan did and found the boy in the bitter cold on his front porch. He'd been left there, police say, by two teenaged boys who'd stolen a running car, not realizing there were kids inside. When they were caught, they told police they'd left the baby at a random farmhouse. Sorahan says the child was very cold and looked lifeless, but he brought him inside and warmed him by the fireplace until Sorahan said he heard the best cry ever. The teens now facing charges of kidnapping and child abuse. Jack Callahan. 
Fox News. If you grew up watching sitcoms as reruns after school like me, this was a big one. Shirley, a Happy Days spinoff from 1976 to 83, and now fans of the show are mourning Shirley. Cindy Williams has died. It was the biggest role she ever had, and last year in Palm Springs, California, Williams started performing a one-woman show telling stories about that sitcom in her career, Me, Myself, and Shirley. Williams was 75. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Did you know 63% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck? Living this way causes tremendous stress. We want to help. At LLCU, we have over 30 certified financial counselors ready to help you create a budget, pay down debt, start saving, and ultimately achieve financial freedom. There's no charge, no obligation, because credit unions believe in people helping people. It's why we exist. Call or visit LLCU.org to begin your journey to financial freedom. Land of Lincoln Credit Union. Bank on learning more. Federally insured by the NCUA. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. How many ways can you say it's cold? Uh, I think this will cover most of them today. It's going to be sunny, not cold, but the high is only 22. Wind chill values as low as negative 5. That's real cold. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, a high of 30. Wind chill values down in single digits as low as 4. Then Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur's up to 7 degrees, and your WSOI time is 8.06. Good morning, and welcome to the Tuesday, January 31st edition of Buyers and Company. We've got a big press conference coming up in a couple hours. We're going to give you the heads up on the to-do with the Community Foundation next, and then how deep can you go on your Laverne and Shirley trivia? Can you give me Carmine's last name? Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Back in the day, when we only had a few channels, kids, everybody had a much more communal experience with television, right? And uh, happy days, and then the spinoffs from that, one being Laverne and Shirley just heard uh, during the news there that uh, the actress that played uh, Shirley, Cindy Williams, passed away. Uh, but uh, it was a unbelievable uh, show, Laverne DeFazio. Shirley Feeney, give you last names there. Uh, can you give me Carmine's last name? Ragusa. You remember? Wow. Just, he, no he would do the little old ant song. Do you remember that? I remember him. I just didn't remember his last name. I, 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 uh, Nick, you got any familiarity with uh, Laverne and Shirley? Oh, yeah. Um, Lenny and Squiggy? I, oh, of course. Yeah, you know, and, and they worked Squigman in the... Squigman was his last name, by the way. That's Lenny right. Kuznowski. And them working in their bottle, you know, mm-hmm. the beer bottle company. What was that? It started with S. I forget the name of it. And then the weird words that I had. I'd, Shamil Shamath. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. Hoffman Perfer Incorporated. Incorporated, yes. I'm impressed. We all sang it like we knew it. We did. Right. It was like that in the Big Mac uh, song ingredients. Right. Uh, you can still recall that. Hey, good morning and welcome. Uh, we are here to uh, break some news for you, which is uh, good news because we cannot uh, throw enough support uh, behind uh, the topic of conversation today. Natalie Beck joins us from the Community Foundation. Mary Garrison from Heritage. It's good to see both of you. And... Um, I guess the, the, I don't want to bury the lead. The Community Foundation uh-huh. is announcing a $150,000 donor advised grant to support the Community Resource Liaison Pilot position um, for the Mink County Continuum of Care. That's, that's a mouthful, <laughs> but we're going to break it down and, and tell you what that means for the community. Uh, we'll start on your side. Uh, how did this sort of land in the Community Foundation, and how did this come about? So we've been working with this particular um, donor couple and the very uh, giving throughout the years and really looking to do what I would call more transformational gifts and very pleased with Mary's work at Heritage and the Consortium of Care as a group of agencies here in town and recognizing the need that we have. We really, this is um, uh, what we hope will be a grant to let them make more impact in our community. And so really I, I would turn it over to Mary because we're giving the money, but this is her... Amazing work. Well, it it is, and I I feel like we should be 
sometimes I think we jump over things that people maybe don't know. So let, let's start with the continuum of care. Uh, what is it? When did it start? Who all is involved? Absolutely, Brian. Thank you for that because I do think that is kind of some people do not know and, and could misunderstand. So the Macon County Continuum of Care is um, made up of 24 agencies within the community. The focus is to ultimately end homelessness in Macon County. Started in 1995. Um, it comes through... It's associated with funding that we get through housing and urban development. So this has been happening for a long time behind the scenes. And we've added over the years um, many agencies. In my role previous to Heritage when I was at Milliken, I was actually a consultant. Now I sit in the role of, of um, representing Heritage. And so Dove um, Incorporated, uh, through their Homeward Bound program, is the lead agency for this. So that's where all the homeless services um, are centered, and we all work from there. The neat thing is we have agencies who, you know, Workforce Investment Solutions is there, Decatur Public Schools, um, Webster Cantrell Youth Advocacy. I mean, we have all these entities that have touches to individuals who are at risk or are experiencing homelessness. Let's maybe even dial down a little on defining what homeless is. Because, I mean, there's a, you know, it's a broad, you know, word. I know, for instance, District 61, there's a lot of transient sort of things, you know, where people are homeless for a week or living in a car, moving schools. I mean, it's it's not just, I think, what everybody thinks of when you say the word homeless. I think people have not a stereotype, but I don't think they realize the degrees of that. Absolutely. And and. I could spend a lot of hours defining this, but let, let me try to see if I can do it pretty quickly. So there's a federal definition of homelessness, um, which is basically individuals staying in places not meant for human habitation, okay. sleeping in your car, sleeping on the street and abandoned buildings. Um, there the, also, if you're fleeing domestic violence, there's also folks that we know are not in those places, but are what we call couch surfing, kind of mm-hmm. moving different places. I'm if I, if I were experiencing homelessness and I happened to be lucky enough that Natalie invited me to stay, under federal definition, you're not considered homeless. And but so, in many conditions, you could be just a step away from absolutely. that definition. Okay. And it's really important to understand that this can hit anyone, right? Life circumstances. Um, um, can throw and, and propel people into homelessness. We know there's um, uh, individuals who experience um, mental health disorders, substance use, that are challenging for them to get back on their feet at times and, and oftentimes um, are, are living um, with homelessness. And so I think what you bring up, especially about in, in the school systems, um, in the districts, they also define homelessness differently under what's called the McKinney-Vento Act. And so we just did the point in time, annual point in time count last Thursday. And so that will then begin to look at our numbers here in Macon County. And those are people that are under the federal definition. But what's important is we also try to wrap around those that aren't counted under that. So we're still helping. The goal is not for us just to have numbers. It's for us to understand who our homeless population is, um, whether they are with families and don't have their own residence, couch surfing or staying on the streets. And then through Homeward Bound's work and direction in the continuum of care, we do the work out there. When would that annual report be released? Um, there's usually a breakfast that happens in March. Okay, so um, kind soon. Of mid-March, yep. Uh, what was last year's number? 93. Okay. Uh, and are you expecting more or less about the same? I, I mean, I don't know if you, I'm not asking you to preview the report, but I mean, okay. are, are, we, are we better off than we were a year ago, worse off? You know, I, I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I, I think personally, uh, and this is not based on anything except what I've, I've been seeing, um, I think it could be a little higher, but um, we'll see. Um, I didn't coordinate the count this year. I assisted because I'm in my new role, but I did participate uh, some. So we'll see. Okay. In a couple, you know, about a month. All right. So then hiring a community re- resource liaison uh, position, what does that mean practically for everything we've just talked about? So I think when we talked about this vision um, in my new role, we sat down a couple members, uh, Darsonia Schweitzer and then our consultant, Fred Spanis, with um, uh, Natalie and talked about what we could use. And we really felt that someone who could be this person who could collaborate with all the agencies. We've got all the work happening. Um, it, on the ground, people are going out doing outreach. They're working in their agencies to support individuals. But 
I think linking people, doing warm handoffs, and also working with the community to build relationships um, and to say, if you're downtown and a business owner has a question or a concern, that resource um, uh, liaison position will know exactly who to call, who that person is. Um, none of us mind getting calls and doing what we need to do, but if we can get you sooner to who's going to solve that problem then that's what we want to do. I, I am constantly surprised, and I shouldn't be, because it, it happens across all avenues of life. With the technology that exists, I, I, I am stunned at the vacuums that are still out there in, in so many areas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, drug addiction, drug overdose. And you walk out of an emergency room, right back into the situation that, that you know helped you get there to begin with. Uh, we had an impressive young man make a presentation to me a couple of years ago about creating an app, uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. that would connect all of the services, you know, instantly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to where you knew this bed was there, you knew this. Why do we have such a hard time getting to that point, given the technology that we have? I, I mean, because I feel like there's still a lot of barriers that aren't intentional. They're just mm-hmm. this hand doesn't talk to this hand. I think there's great efforts to do that. I think a lot of it comes down to some of the funding that we don't receive that supports those efforts, right? The, the funding comes in through our agencies um, to provide those direct services, which are cr- critical. But to support that infrastructure, we have to find the money from other places. Yeah. So we'd love to have that. But, but I mean, doesn't it make sense? Like, that, I mean, somebody at an ER could instantly access, mm-hmm. I mean, where there's a lot of point of contact mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm not giving up on this idea because I feel like it's doable and, and maybe more affordable today than it was mm-hmm. five or six years ago when we were, you know, being presented this, sure. uh, at the time. Uh, but this person will kind of act in that capacity mm-hmm. as far as connecting dots. Absolutely. Um, this position will be um, an independent contractor position. So they will be working under the umbrella of the continuum of care um, and working with all agencies. And they will have a home base in the Decatur Public Library. And as you may recall, we, for the last almost two years, have had um, a social worker there who's been doing work, great work um, that's also a part of the continuum of care. And this person, we just think the library... It's such a lovely place to to have someone, and they will have their home base there, but they will really be in our agencies. They will be over at Heritage and checking in with staff and whatever they might need. They'll be in the community. I also envision this is uh, with the the, uh, individuals who have been working together to put this posting together through the continuum, a lot of education. Like that person going out and doing that connection to understand. So people do have a better understanding of what the standing of the continuum of care is. It's like you do all the work, but you don't have time to get out there and tell people about it. It it is a problem that's institutional in that regard. I mean, people uh, expect people to know or or have the understanding that they have. But if you're not doing that every day, you don't have that inside knowledge. And so... From my end of things, it's it's been you know a tough thing over the years. It's like you you've got to tell your story, and and if you want support, you want people to line up and be a part of the solution. You can't assume they know everything you know. Absolutely, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people make that marketing mistake. It's not just social services. All right, so this couple, I, I, I'm not grilling you on who it is, but I'm just trying to inspire other people by going through the community foundation like Nick and so many other people have. You can really take your dollars and put them towards the things that you're very passionate about. Exactly. And they asked us to explore and and meet with some agencies like we did and find out what the most pressing need is. And a lot of times those aren't projects, right? So now you're seeing that we are investing in new positions and the way to um, lift the work they're doing and give them unrestricted dollars to, to, again, just help in the way they envision that they're not maybe getting grant funding or federal funding for. And this is a way we know immediately this position, this person can be hired and go to work. All right. Who are you looking for? Uh, And what does this person look like? Educational background, skill sets? What type of person are you looking for? The individual would have um, uh, at the minimum a bachelor of social work or human service degree or something relevant to that field, psychology. Um, we'd like the individual to have um, experience working with individuals who are experiencing homelessness or living with mental health or substance use disorders. That's an important piece to understand. So in terms of meeting the individual where they are, um, a lot of people think, oh, just do this and go. And that's not that easy. So they're going to be building those relationships. And that's going to be a really big piece with our the clients that we serve in our community, and also then on the other side, as I said earlier, the businesses and, and the um, uh, entities um, within our community. 
Um, they need to be able to function independently. It's, it's this independent contractor role that, um, we're going to ask them to be guiding also what they see. We have a foundation, but we really see within six months that taking what their vision is to working with a continuum of what they've seen. So they're going to be doing a little bit of evaluation in the beginning too. Well, I think that probably appeals that part to somebody, uh, you know, instead of just being told here, go do exactly. X, Y, and Z, yeah. they could bring their own ideas to the mm-hmm. table about what the solutions might mm-hmm. be. And that's the joy too of unrestricted funds. Yeah. We, we get to say, let's craft this and having the, all the agencies at the table, they'll be giving feedback with that. So um, I, I envision, I, I don't know. It's very, very exciting. I think this person is going to be able to do um, really get us to a place um, that that we've never been before. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, congratulations. And uh, Natalie and, and to our anonymous uh, couple, uh, thank you for facilitating this. Uh, we need as much help as we can get. And uh, good news. Thanks for having us. 10 o'clock press conference, by the way, uh, if you'd like to partake. We'll take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today's going to be sunny with a high of 22, wind chill values as low as negative 5. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 30, wind chill values as low as, as 4. And for Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 7 degrees. Your WSOI time is 821. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory-trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here on a Tuesday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. $150,000 gift from the Community Foundation to the Continuum of Care Organization. Uh, good news. Uh, the uh, press conference will be coming up at uh, 10 a.m. this morning. But that's why you listen. Get it here first. Another big one. Yeah. That's so good. I, I think sometimes we talk about money in the billions and the, you know, government and taxes and, and you, you forget that's a significant donation for an individual or a couple to make. Yeah. Here's $150,000. Right. And and you can take that right into all the different lives that it's going to touch in a directing, yep. meaningful way. So this is, like she called it, transformative. Yep. I believe that to be the case. Uh, for sure. Uh, congratulations. Um, so I, it was interesting. I got this whole Laverne and Shirley thing going on in my head. Um, where did you, you watch this like Nick at night or something? Probably. So it's funny to me when I was reading about the, this today, you know, they had a 31 share for the show and that it was huge in prime time. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, it's just when you juxtapose it to what I'm used to, you know, for prime time, it's like, well, of course it was, but well, it ran from 1976 to 1983. Yeah. And it was a spinoff of uh, happy days yeah. as was Mork and Mindy. And I mean, you know, that, yeah. Uh, I think Arnold had his own show for a little while. And you also have to remember, you you know, it was sort of cutting edge uh, because it was about two women, uh, you know, out in the workforce and, you know, careers and life and loves. And and so that wasn't the norm in 1976. Yeah. 
I mean, you had like Mary Tyler Moore. You had, but but that was a time that it's hard now to go back and sort of relate to the way the world was. Right. Yeah, and and I remember it as you know, as a kid, being funny and easy to sit down and just enjoy. You know, uh, like without any context or anything. They they just made it real approachable. Yeah. And uh, you know, <laughs> squiggy and the creased down hair and all that. It sticks with you. Yeah. And it was funny, mm-hmm. and, and there was a great side cast. And here's the thing: Laverne and Shirley were originally created to sort of be kind of the the loose women, you know, that made an appearance on Happy Days. Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, they were kind of characterized as that, but then became this big family hour kind of show yeah. that they went, nope, these are hardworking, you know, industrious. I mean, it, it's. It didn't quite start out as like when they first appeared on Happy Days. Sure. They they found a home and, and something completely else yeah. other than what it was. Yeah. Uh, and according to Michael Eisner, just reading on the wiki page, Cindy Williams, after doing those bit pieces on Happy Days, didn't want to do the show, the oh. spinoff. Wow. And so they recast her role. Uh, and then they had to, they brought in somebody else and, and that didn't work while they were like test screening and stuff and they eventually convinced her to do it. Wow. What would have been, you know? Uh, it, it, who knows? Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hassan Palfer, Incorporated. It's a Yiddish American hopscotch chant. Oh, okay. I saw it in in writing this morning for the first time in my whole life, and I was like, ah, it's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> and then that Making Our Dreams Come True uh-huh. song that uh, that leads into, uh, and the hopscotch chant is evidently from Penny Marshall's childhood, oh, okay. so that, there's that, and, and, and her dad, right, mm-hmm. was the guy. Who, no, husband. No, dad. Was it her dad? That the created the series? Yeah. I thought it was the dude she was married no, to. Gary Marshall was her dad. Oh, Gary, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it was a simpler time and even a yeah. more complex time, but certainly a different time. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but this was sort of one of those things that led to sort of, a, it's okay to have female mm-hmm. leads, you, you know, along with Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda and some of the other shows that were Maud. Yeah. You know. You know, uh, spinning out of that, Penny Marshall's career um, becoming, you know, a powerhouse director oh. and, and Hollywood. I mean, probably not only just from a, hey, you have the chops to do it, but hey, women can do it. I, I think she's absolutely influential in that way. Well, her dad was one of the most powerful uh, uh, creators of content that Hollywood has ever seen. Sure. I mean, so she'd be a nepotism baby today. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, but nepotism at that time, it, being a woman. Yeah, is... but she, but he started writing the the Lucy Show, the Dick Van Dyke yeah. Show, the Odd Couple, that created Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, directed the Fling, uh, Flamingo Kid, Overboard Beaches, Pretty Woman, yeah. Runaway Bride, yeah. Princess Diaries. I mean, that guy's resume is you can put it up against anybody. That's championship. And he is so funny as the casino boss in the Albert Brooks movie Lost in America. Yeah. Yeah. The way he says Santa Claus. <laughs> anyway, sad news about Shirley today, but uh, good memories of uh, when you just, that's, that's what you watched on TV. Yeah. 30 share. Nothing gets a 30 share today. It's crazy. Right? That is crazy. Like everybody's tuned in. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that was it. You know, you had three networks and they put out their stuff and you had that powerful night of happy days and Laverne and Shirley. They knew what they were doing. I mean, that recipe hasn't changed that much. Yeah. Happy days was number one and Laverne and Shirley was number two. So that, that franchise, if you will, holding down the top two spots. Go to the eighties and that was the Cosby show and cheers or Seinfeld, you know, right? Yeah. I watched the new night court. That is using that old, um, sitcom-y, like Uh that recipe. And it's jarring. It's it's jarring for me. Bad? Yeah. I, I like the con- the jokes. It is what it is. John Larroquette's doing what he's supposed to do. It's just so st- stilted and stunted, you know, with the, the just the way that it, it's you take a turn to talk. Now you talk laugh track, laugh track. You know, it's like yeah. I don't know that that recipe ports forward. Yep. Here's a little known fact about uh, Gary Marshall. Uh, in the early 1980s, he met Hector Elizondo, who was so great in Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. right? And they played basketball and became friends, and he appeared in every movie that Gary Marshall did. Oh, those are always fun. 
Every movie. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, let's take a break for bottom of the hour stories and news. We got a lot to get to here in our final half hour. You don't want to miss it. In case you missed, just whatever you got to the office late, uh, the interview with Natalie and Mary, you can check that out at nauticator.com under the podcast page. Good stuff. We'll be back with more right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Tickets are on sale for Theater 7's second show of the season, Stepping Out. It's a comedic play about the attempts of some working-class amateurs to overcome their inhibitions and left feet in a low-rent dance studio in North London. The local cast includes 95Q's own Tony Roper as Rose. The show will be at the Civic Center from February 10th through 12th and the 17th through the 19th, Friday and Saturday shows start at 7.30, Sunday shows at 2. Go to theater7.org for tickets. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E, the number 7.org. The state health department is keeping an eye on a new COVID variant. Overall, the number of infections has been dropping, but there has been a gradual increase in the so-called Kraken variant. The good news, at last count, no Illinois counties were at a high risk for COVID. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. House Republicans plan to vote today on a bill ending coronavirus pandemic emergency measures. The Biden administration wants a few more weeks. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. The White House now saying it will end two national COVID emergencies, stating the administration's plan is to extend the emergency declarations to May 11th and then end both emergencies on that date. This wind down would align with the administration's previous commitments to give at least 60 days notice prior to the termination of the PHA. PHE for public health emergency. Ukraine's president's asking for fighter jets to help fight the Russian invasion. When President Biden was asked Monday, Russian officials have said supplying Ukraine with advanced weapons constitutes direct involvement. Fox's Jill Nato. Former President Trump is suing journalist Bob Woodward for $50 million for using their interview recordings in an audio book. Woodward and his publisher call the suit without merit. America's listening to Fox News. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdecatur.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake Apalooza LLC, and Newhoff media. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today is going to be sunny with a high of 22, wind chill values as low as negative 5. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high of 30, wind chill values down around 4. And for Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 8 degrees, and your WSOY time is 8.32. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. here on a Tuesday. I'll tell you, it's cold, but the sunshine is a great addition. I think I'd even take the cold to get the sunshine. Yeah, it looks blue sky, sunshine reflecting off the buildings. looks great. Way better than the the uh, muted gray palette we've been dealing with uh, most days the last few days. I'm kidding. Like it's just a different shade of gray uh-huh. every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll take it. Uh, but cold. And we're going to have like another morning, kind of like we had the day tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even mind the gray, except for it blocks all the details of all the things. So it's just. It, I hate the gray. I yeah. absolutely. There's a reason why you want a sun lamp to make your mental health better. <laughs> That's true. They don't give you a gray fog lamp. Yeah. Yeah, can you just gray me out? Yes. No, not at all. Uh, well, good morning and welcome. It's eight degrees, all of eight degrees here this morning. And feels like minus two. That's an improvement nice. over the last hour. Yeah, we're so. up 25% yeah. on the degrees. <laughs> That's a good way to look it's a big gain. 
Uh, you take that in the market. Yes, but uh, <laughs> if if something can kill you, yeah. this is it's like something that can kill you. Uh, it takes twenty five percent more time to do it. Right, that's a big difference. Right, that's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a whole bunch uh, to get to here. We have tickets to give away. Is when is this performance? Well, let me look at the actual tickets that are in my hand. I was going to say, you have them in there. Envelope, envelope. Okay. Um, We've got uh, 7.30 on Saturday, February 4th. That's this Saturday. Yeah, that's right. Circa Zuma. All right. Now, uh, we we talked about this with uh, one of our Millican guests in the last couple of weeks. I think it was Raffaella. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this is going to be a really spectacular visual show. Oh, yeah. This is not – this is one of the ones that – uh, you likely saw if you're watching America's Got Talent or you watch any of those, they made it all the way to the finals. So not just one performance. They were, you know, mainstay on the series uh, for a year. And uh, you're right. It's absolutely a spectacle. And if you've uh, you go to the Cirque du Soleil stuff, if you've been to Las mm-hmm. Vegas, they got a lot of this, right? Yeah. There was Love, uh, which was the Beatles. Mm-hmm. They had an Elvis one. I think there was a Michael Jackson. I mean, but yeah. And then there were several that were not based around. It, it is you, you. You hardly can take it all in. That's exactly. You're just. Right. Oh yeah. my God! How they do that? And it's thought about all the senses, you know, in terms of. You know, the sight, the colors, the motion, the sounds. Yeah, the whole thing. It's it's well put together, um, you know, and, and I think it'll be a great show. You can go to uh, millican.edu slash Kirkland slash events to buy tickets, or you can win those tickets right here in this program. How many do we have? I've got, uh, I'm, I'm looking at these. i got one pair, two pairs, oh, three different pairs. Well, the re- I, I, it was a, it mattered because no, I'm, I'm, the, that's just awkward. I didn't know where you were going. Well, because the seat numbers were the same, so I was making sure it wasn't a second uh, showing or a, they accidentally printed the wrong thing twice. So I have three separate pairs. They can't be bundled together. No, so three winners. Then. Yep, three okay. winners of two. Saturday at seven thirty. So you know, make sure you can go before you call in. There's a shockingly large number of people that just want to win something, uh, whether they can use it or not. What did I win? Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, everybody else is hung I, I, up. That, that that has been the same for 26 years. And you go, I, I mean, I think there's people that you could go, all right, paperclip to the third caller, and mm-hmm. you, they would do it. That's right. Yeah, it's the worst when the phones are just lit all the way up. You pick somebody, all the phones go away because they lost, or I tell them sorry, and then they're like, oh, I can't even do that, or I don't want that. It's like, what? It's like, okay, if this isn't for you, why are you calling? Yeah, and those poor people that wanted to I mean, go. I can certainly understand, you, you know, if, if you really want something, trying to get it, but just trying to win something just to win something mm-hmm. that you don't even want to use. Right. What are you going to do with that? I just never understood that. Mm-hmm. But it has been a constant. Yeah. A yeah. constant. <laughs> it's human behavior. And, and I, you know, we love giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do. I mean, I, there's, but, but you're always sometimes kind of disappointed in human behavior. It's, it's like you get the good and the bad together, like everything mm-hmm. in life. And you got to focus on the good. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's like that conversation we had earlier with people making their Amazon drivers dance. I, I, it's like, I don't get why people have to be jerks. Yeah. It's easier. Most of the time, it's easier not to. To, to minimally not do anything, let alone not be negative. No, I, I mean, you can sit at home and say whatever you want. Just don't call trying to win something you don't want. Right. That seems like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I did have some people talk to me this week. A, uh, well, in the same conversation, they're looking forward to some of the shows at the Devon and, because they had won tickets here. Yeah. And they were excited about that, and they are like, well, we're, we picked out some shows, but we're can't wait to see what you guys have, too. So, I mean, it is a thing. People like yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff. Uh, and we'll continue to do it despite the annoying people because you can't let the annoying people win. <laughs> no, you'd be shut down. There's days. All the things. There's days where you feel like going. Oh, I just I give up. Oh man, yeah. They're days, yeah, not sure. weeks. They're days. Mm-hmm. They're hours. Mm-hmm. Or you just go. That's it. I'm never giving anything away in my life. You, you get occasion like we had one for this Halloween thing a couple years ago. That's yeah. it. I'm done. I remember that. Like, I am absolutely done. You, you have now taken something. All we wanted to do was have fun and give somebody a prize, and you've turned it into a character assassination. Yeah, it's bogus. The the flip side, we've had people call back. Oh, I know. You get a thank you note or something, and you go, wow, I'm glad blast. we did that. Yeah, right. I had a blast doing that. Yeah. Uh, but never again on Facebook. 
Yeah. Never, ever, ever again. Yeah. I I truly believe, and, and I realize that Twitter's got a lot of stuff and Instagram is creeping into and people TikTok, but there is no greater cesspool than Facebook. Is there? Uh, for in terms of sheer volume, no. There are worse cesspools for sure, but they're ah, smaller. Sure, I'm not talking about. I'm just saying that there's something yeah. that's that institutionalized for the, mass, for, the for the masses. There's no greater cesspool. Yeah, you can you can definitely devolve on in some threads on Facebook. It has great things, but you're right. At its worst, does, it is but nasty. But does the great ever come close to outweighing the nasty? No, it does not. <laughs> No, it does not. Some pretty gross people. Uh-huh. Behavior, behavior. Pretty yeah. gross behavior. Well, those are generally pretty gross people. Yeah. I mean, I'll give everybody a pass that they're upset about something. But when you're upset every day of your life clocking, about everything. Clocking in for your shift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never I'm, clock back out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So no contest there. And and we'll do stuff on Audicator or we'll, mm-hmm. you know, reward listeners real time. But, you know, you ruined it. Not going back there. Yeah, it's better for people that are that genuinely care and want to win the stuff anyway. You don't want to sort through the nastiness and mm-hmm. and all the noise. So, yeah, if you want to win something, just follow us. You'll get it. Uh, Have a shot at it. Did I read that Alexa predicted when World War Three is going to start? <laughs> no, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I mean, we could ask Chat GPT and see what they think. Oh, uh, I don't. We already dossier. asked it for images, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, yeah. In a viral video that originated on TikTok, shows the device responding to a question about the end of the world by saying World War Three starts on November twenty third, twenty twenty three, at six o five p.m. Wow, that's real specific. Yeah, that's like Pat Roberts on TV talking about God coming back specific. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's always weird too. When that date or time ha- comes, and then just the next minute the clock turns over, you're like, "Now what?" Yeah, that that's been always. Yeah. <laughs> now what do we do? But this is like this says World War Three starts on November twenty third, twenty twenty three, at six o five p.m. when Russia launches an attack against Germany. Not only the mm. date and the time, but the two countries that started all. Wow, that's interesting. Or the one country that starts it all. And with all of that in Ukraine and everything else, that's close enough to home that it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, that's like the Tom Cruise um, minority report. We need the precogs to go arrest those people and shut them down from the from the bombing that they're going to do on this date. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that is nutty. Now, there's also people that are speculating that this was spoofed and that this wasn't uh, uh th- that this person does an Alexa response kind of thing that's not real. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I just, that's a question I just don't ask. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the, there's no good answer to that. No, there's not. And even if it was accurate, what are you going to do? Right. Spend all your money, you know, and hey, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Oh, well, you're doing the character from the asteroid movie. Yeah. Oh, Go uh, mar- borrow all the money from a bookie and hit Vegas. Right. Because the world's coming to an end. Yep. Like, hijack the <laughs> asteroid and reroute it and you're fine. <laughs> you gotta come back. <laughs> well, I guess I owe some. Who was that? Was that Steve, uh. Bushimi? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that his character? Yeah. That was Armageddon. That's <laughs> yes, the yeah. Bruce Willis mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alright. No, you're not gonna do that. So, right now, uh, when you think about, we got a week off between now and the Super Bowl, right? Yep. What's is the Pro Bowl this weekend? Pro Bowl, the the award show. What, what, I don't know what the awards. Uh, show they'll is. give out the MVP, the uh, offensive players of the year. I mean, does that like take place in the same place that the Pro Bowl takes place? Uh, I, I, it's it like, usually like a, a in a venue. Like, what, a, what, is it on like live TV? Yeah, it'll be on live TV. It's like a. Who state. carries it? Mm, I don't know. But they'll be on like uh, people be wearing tuxedos and really? that whole thing, yeah. People still wear tuxedos. Um, yeah, as far as that goes, yeah. For award shows, they do. All right, so uh, so the it's Pro called Bowl, the NFL Honors, I think, is what they call it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, this thing starts the Pro Bowl Two skills thing right? starts on Thursday. 
Well, they they are they televising it as it goes? The NFL announced that eight unique skill competitions that Pro Bowl players from the AFC and NFC will compete during mm-hmm. the 2023 uh, Pro Bowl Games. Mm-hmm. So that's a, an S added yep. on to that. By Verizon, taking place over two days in Las Vegas. The Skills Challenge will be broadcast live for the first time on Thursday, February 2nd oh, okay, cool. on ESPN from 7 to 8.30 Eastern Time. That means 6 o'clock here. Mm-hmm. That's not really good. But I'm, I get so tired of being the redheaded stepkid of time zones. <laughs> We're just one behind East. Uh, yeah, but there's a big difference between six and seven as far as sitting down in front of the television. Sure. And the competitions will continue then Sunday, February 5th throughout the day, along with the first ever NFL flag football games, plural. Mm-hmm. AFC team will be led by Peyton Manning, uh, Ray Lewis, and Diana Flores, and the NFC team, Eli Manning, Demarcus Ware, and Vanita Crouch uh, at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center which is the Las Vegas Raiders headquarters and practice mm-hmm. facility. So it's a Thursday night, Sunday afternoon. That's a weird yeah. mechanism. They used to, they had in years past, they would do all these different skills games and then edit them together for like a sun, a weekend presentation. Yeah. So you'd watch the, you know, the throwing and the catching and, and, and they would cut it into one thing. Cause there's a lot of like set up and tear down and all that. And it's not enjoyable. Yeah. But I'll, I'll consume that stuff. What, what are the eight things that they're participating in? Oh, if it's anything like they did. Well, Thursday. Here, I've got the okay. lineup. Uh, Pro Bowl dodgeball. Fun. Uh, there's a lightning round splash catch. Yeah. Lightning round, high stakes, several of those longest drive. Uh, I, I mean, there's nothing. I, why mix two sports that don't go together? Which, what do you mean? Longest drive. Are they doing golf? Yes. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing entertaining about watching people with a bad golf swing try to hit a ball a long way. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably... Really? Have you ever seen Charles Barkley swing a golf club? (laughs) And I love watching Uh, it. I pull that thing up every few months. That's because you don't golf. If you did, (laughs) it's the last image you want in your head about anything. That, like, weird hesitation Uh, and hitch. So good. <laughs> now, precision passing, best catch, yep. flag football. I understand that. This is kind of like superstars when I was yeah, a kid. Right? It's exactly that. That's the vibe. And we'll see. I mean, do, do you think they'll get better participation, you, you know, with this than they did like playing a football game nobody yeah. cared about where they didn't really play any defense? Yeah, they get, they'll get really good players in the skill stuff. I'm, I'm just too off the top of my head. Russell Wilson, o, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. What will, what will the numbers look like audience wise this versus? Cause the, the Pro Bowl game itself was never a big numbers thing. Probably small. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, just everything they do is so large. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Thursday night's weird. And also football is like, I want to tune in for the real thing. Yeah. And we even get mad when the real thing isn't even a good matchup. Yeah. The gridiron gauntlet. Oh, that's probably run around the, you know. Four-part gauntlet each segment, 40 yards, breakaway walls, climbing over walls. That's an obstacle course, right? Yeah. Kick-tack-toe. Oh, nice. Hunter and long snapper compete in a tic-tac-toe competition. I guess they got to land it or wherever. Oh, yeah. Move the chains. Huh. All right. I'm a little more interested reading about it than I was the concept. I think the Peyton and Eli commercials are funny. You know, that you got to see like 8,000 times last Sunday. Yeah. I like the drone catch. I hope they're doing that again. It was because the, the funny line was mom likes the AC. Or right. AC, AC better. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just totally shut Eli down. Right. Uh, anyway, I, I'm assuming... There's tickets, so you could, like, actually go see all this in mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah, it's in Vegas this year. Yeah. Well, you're going to get pretty nice weather. And the draft is going to be in, in April. It's going to be in Kansas City. Really? Yeah. And, and some people in Kansas City expect it to be the largest and most important sporting event they've ever had there. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that stadium that they, I mean, they packed that. I mean, that's one of the best attended, loudest crowds in all sports, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they're taking that for granted, but they're going to have hundreds of thousands descend on this to of all the different teams and, and the whole downtown. Sure. I mean, I, I'm surprised, quite frankly, mm-hmm. that Kansas City can, can handle that. Yeah, I am too. They did it in Chicago. That was cool. Well, yeah, Vegas. but Chicago's 10 they times the, the size of Vegas. Kansas City. Vegas is, you know, that's what they do is host things. Yeah. I just meant... Hotels, right. accommodations, all right. the infrastructure. 
Interesting. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. And uh, when we get back here, we do have those tickets to give away for the uh, event this weekend at Millican University, Cirque Zuma Zuma, which is looks – I'm watching a video. Man. It's cool. I can't go, mm-hmm. but if I could, I think I'd be taking those tickets. Yeah, it's, and these are good floor tickets. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, we got three pairs to give away. Correct. I want to make sure people have plenty of time to plan. You know, mm-hmm. some people wait till like the last minute. I don't want to give them away on Friday, and then you got to find a babysitter or whatever. We got three pairs of tickets. We're going to give away today for Kirk and Fine Arts Center, February fourth, seven thirty p.m. Circa Zuma Zuma. It's a just Google it. You'll be blown away, and you're going to go. Courtesy of the Kirkland Fine Arts Center and our friends at Millican University. What's better than that? A great show that's free to you. And Nick Smith's World, that's a win. That's a huge win. All right. We'll be back after this. Here's Nick with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. The last of the hour. Today is going to be sunny with a high of 22. Wind chill values as low as negative 5. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 13. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 30, wind chill values as low as 4. And Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 9 degrees. Your WSOY time is 850. Miss a 5 o'clock show? How about a Buyers and Company segment? Or just want to listen again? The podcast section at NowDecatur.com is the place to go. Soy City Buzz, Pharmacy Facts, The Morris Code, Sport Talk, and Fuego. Plus, Nobody Ask Us, Save the Date, and more. Buyers and Company, Full Hour and Interview Podcasts, and Tupper on Sports. All available for download anytime in the podcast section at NowDecatur.com. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. That's pretty good stuff there. Skinner. Slater Skinner, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite behind the music. You know, they brought that back. On yeah. Paramount Plus, it, 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 some of them, a few of them are new, but mostly they just went back and like added a little something to the original one. And I mean, very little. Um, it's like you watch it. It's like packaged as, Oh, then you go, okay, well, that's pretty much what I watched last time. Thanks for the extra five minutes. Jeez. That's going to be on Paramount Plus Showtime, which is their new name coming in a few months. That's the name of their service. So. Will I get Showtime or do I have to pay for Showtime? It because is. right now I have Showtime through mm-hmm. cable, but in the Paramount app, it, Showtime shows are locked out. It's going to be the top tier of their programming, but they are consolidating both brands and they are moving some of the uh, Paramount Plus exclusives like Halo and 1890 uh-huh. uh, over to Showtime and or, or they're going to share them. They're going to co-mingle and they've canceled shows that have already been filmed and they're not even going to put them anywhere. Like what? Uh, American Gigolo. I, I didn't like that. I yeah, thought it was okay. It's done after one. There's one called Three Women that is completely done. Never saw the light of day. Is being shopped elsewhere. And then Let the Right Ones In has been canceled as well. Shelved. It's uh, done. I didn't think that was very good either. Yeah. I, I thought it had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is coming when? Uh, in coming weeks or months. But okay. that's going to be the new name. So, so what does it mean to me? If I already have Showtime and I already have Paramount, I'm assuming do you ha- you probably have the top tier of Paramount. They'll probably say, "Hey, you're this is going to go up by two or three bucks," and and you will have Showtime. So go ahead and cancel the other. They haven't announced the pricing yet. Yeah. Um, hmm. But fourteen ninety nine seems like where they probably will be. Okay. Might just 
you know, so I, mean, I could come out ahead technically yeah, if probably. I cancel Showtime. You probably will come out ahead because you're doubling, so you'll get a little savings. But some that are doing the single will end up paying a little more. Okay. So you have Yellow Jackets. You have billions. I like a lot of the Showtime uh-huh. original programming. Your Honor. Uh, the uh, what was the one with <laughs> Kevin Bacon uh, oh, and Aldous Hodge? City on the Hill. City on the Hill was it's, that's done though, mm-hmm. but that was really good. Mm-hmm. I like their original program. Dexter, although it got kind yeah. of weird at the end, but great, you know, first few years. Oh, for sure. Nurse Jackie was an original there. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, you're right. I mean, we're just going to see this over and over and over until mm-hmm. it settles wherever it settles. That's right. And Netflix looks to be doing their six and six or. You know, splitting their seasons in half is going to be their model. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just starting to see the dust I settle. just want to know the end game. You know, what am I going to be spending versus what I have been spending? Mm-hmm. More. That's a simple answer. Well, I don't think so. I think I'm the outlier that will end up spending less because I've, I don't mind having the $300 a month cable bill and yep. all the streaming services. And I mean, the I'm the only already, way it's going down for you is if you remove services, they're all going to incrementally keep going. I, I, I get that. But what I'm saying though is if I'm paying a premium for mm-hmm. Showtime and I'm paying a premium for Paramount Plus, those two combining will probably be less money for, for a time. Well, yeah. Yeah, for for the interim and then they're going to stair step and and it's just they're leapfrogging their tiers. So think, you know, you have bronze, silver and gold and what they're going to end up doing is eliminate the bronze the bronze and add a platinum and then they'll eliminate silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I don't have any illusions yeah. that it's going to be less. But but it will be able to be delivered for less. I I mean, I you know, just like the conversation about healthcare or anything mm-hmm. else. We'll see. There's a threshold for people. Yeah. And you're gonna, that threshold has been add on, add on, add on. And just like apps when they first came out and everybody had 700 of them mm-hmm. on their phone, I think you're gonna see more discerning decisions about add less, add less, add less. That's right. And, and now there are even boutique services where you can download an app and it'll monitor all your subscriptions and tell you, hey, why don't you cancel this? You don't use it. Yeah. And people are paying for that. Well, as a well, service. I mean, that may pay for itself. It does. That's yeah. what they tell you. Uh, you need to send me the link because <laughs> I'm definitely guilty. Uh, uh, the bundled offering of the two that already exist is 11.99 a month. Yeah. And Showtime streaming service right now is 10.99 mm-hmm. a month. So clearly the upfront will be a little cheaper. That's right. Yep. They just want to onboard people right now. We're still early to this party. Yep. And then they'll do that word we can't use on the air that's in that story from Wired. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, they will. I have no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Because some things are predictable as all get out. They just come in different forms, but it's the same old routine. Yep, just wait for it. Yeah. The other shoe's coming. All right. Well, uh, interesting to know. Also, the names are interesting to me because Mm -hmm. it's sooner or later. I mean, I know you want to hold on to brands, but it's like it's awkward. Yeah, but what you found is you want to hold on to the, the big ones that have credibility, and then you look at things like, Roku, Fubo, deep, you know, yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. and people don't give them a chance. So they have to then reconsolidate them in a brand they trust. I guess. I, I just think Paramount plus Showtime it just sounds weird. <laughs> it does. It does. I think they should just call it Showtime, but they're trying to build that Paramount brand. Well, and to be honest with you, they've done a pretty good job of that. I wasn't sure about that. I mean, I got that app to watch Star Trek. Right. Same here. Exactly, same thing. And it wasn't Paramount; it was CBS Plus CBS, or whatever. It was. Uh, and yet they they you know they've moved into the content era of bringing me now what I feel like is a justified price. I agree. Okay, let's do this. What callers do you want to take to give away? We have three pairs of tickets to see this unbelievable show at Milliken uh, Saturday at seven thirty p.m. Cirque Zuma Zuma. Good tickets. Three different winners. What callers would you two, like? Two, four, take? and six. Callers number two, four, and six at two one seven eight seven five thirteen. 40 good seats and you're going to love this show 217-875-1340 217-875-1340 callers two four and six will each get a pair of tickets to see the show saturday night at kirkland and the weather's gonna be great by the weekend so you don't have to worry about being out in this ridiculous cold that's it for us we will be back at it bright and early tomorrow morning at 6 a.m if you missed any of the show today you can uh, catch the podcast at nowdecatur.com just go to the podcast section you can get buyers and company by the hour or by the interview driven by the bob brady auto group we'll see you tomorrow enjoy the sunshine
WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. In honor of its 50th year, Richland is hosting a donation event. The college is inviting employees and the community to participate in Richland Gives Back Day. This event will be in the Schilling Center on Thursday and Friday. Richland is providing multiple avenues to support the Decatur community by donating online and in person. For more info, go to nowdecatur.com. The Springfield Area Arts Council will host the Poetry Out Loud Central Illinois Regional Contest, and once again, Eisenhower High School will be participating. The competition will be next Thursday, February 9th at 4 at the Hoogland Center for the Arts. Poetry Out Loud is a net. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.